0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Very special uh, weekend edition. This is what we do. My son Ryan and I, we want to talk about sports, so that's what we're going to do. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. For Saturday, May 7th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call, 765-610-8809. you got a pl- plumbing problem? they got plumbing solutions. It's what they do. All right, uh, hit the subscribe button, like button, ring the bell. Let's go. And at noon, in about a half an hour, we start on call-in. The call-in app, download it, and if we get to 100 uh, live viewers, I'm going to give somebody 50 bucks. How about that? That's pretty good, that's good deal. Pretty, pretty and then, all right, money. let's talk about sports, shall we? And by the way, if you want to contribute, do that. Hit the thanks button. We love we love money because we sink it back into supplies for the show, don't we? That's right, had a baby. But <laughs> um, all right, let's talk first about the Indianapolis Colts because that's what the call-in is going to be about. Colts draft concluded a week ago today. We've seen undrafted free agents get signed by the Colts. As the Colts stand now with Matt Ryan as their new quarterback, you think they got a good shot at winning the AFC South? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean,
0: you know, it, better shot than they did last year. you got the same group of guys coming back. You had a team that went 9 and 8. You think you're going to get better quarterback play. you got maybe a few more weapons for, for Matt Ryan to play with, with uh, Alec Pierce uh, and the, the tight end from Virginia. So you
1: got to hope that they can go, you know, win 10 games, 11 games, and I think that's good enough to win your division. It, is it a good thing, like the the Colts have swamped out quarterbacks annually for so long that it's kind of become part of their culture, that they've done it so often, does that make it easier for a new quarterback or the coaching staff or the roster to say, hey, we got another new guy, isn't this fantastic? No, honestly, I think it's exhausting for <laughs> everyone involved. Uh, no, I agree with Matt
0: you. For Matt Ryan, for Frank Reich, for, for everyone. I think like it's like another new guy. Oh it God. has to end for him, and hopefully Ryan sticks around for you know, at least two seasons, and gives
1: them an opportunity to build some continuity. He's going to be 37 in a little bit. You have not gotten to 37 yet. It it varies by person how how you age and how you feel. It's impossible to project. You got Tom Brady on one side, able to compete at a high level into his mid 40s. You've had other quarterbacks who looked up, like Andy Dalton. I don't know how old he is. What 30 is he? He's like your age. And, and guy plays like he's 60. You know, so you never know how age is going to affect guys. We'll see. T.Y. Hilton, you bring T.Y. Hilton back? I think so. Ooh,
0: yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, who, who else are you going to throw the football to? You, you want to have a guy out there. I mean, you got two guys on the outside. Maybe it's nice for T.Y. to be in the slot a little bit more. Uh, maybe not lean on him as much as you've leaned on him in the past. You know, it's probably a great guy for Ryan to
1: have on third down, someone that, who you can trust, who's been in the league for a decade. He is a but- burler. Do you know how many tackles he broke last year total? Well, since I am an
0: avid watcher of uh, Breakfast with <laughs> Penn and, and Inside Indiana Sports, I know attaboy, it's zero. So
1: but. None. Zero. And I appreciate your patronage. It's, it's very nice. All right. Uh, again, Colts Talk. We're doing the Colts call-in at noon. So you can, all you have to do is download the app, you punch a button, and it's like a sports talk radio show. I take your call. We chop it up about sports. And about the Colts, and it'll be all kinds of fun. Let's talk about the Indiana Hoosiers, though, Bub. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis invited to the NBA Combine, which is a good step toward being taken seriously as an NBA-esque player. Can Trace Jackson Davis this offseason go to the NBA and stick on an, on an NBA
0: roster? I think if that's, I don't know if he's going to be drafted, but I think if he wants to stick on a roster, I, I think that's possible for him. I think another year in college, he he needs to, and I think you talked about it before, Mike Woodson said he's comfortable shooting the basketball in practice. He's good at it. He's just not comfortable doing it in games. Well, that doesn't bode well for you. you got to prove you're able to do it on the floor in college, and then you can transfer over to the NBA. But I think as someone with just skills that you'd like to have on an NBA roster, I think he's a, he's a guy you'd like to have sitting on the end, the 13th, 14th guy. Minus there, the shooting. Minus the shooting, but he's a guy, if you know, someone gets hurt, you can trot him out there for a few games, and he's someone who is at least going to, he can block shots. He's ambulatory. He's, a, he's athletic. You know, I mean, yeah, he's a guy you can trot out, but
1: I, I don't think he's someone you know, you draft. Do you know all time, three years at Indiana, how many three-point shots he's taken and how many three-point shots he's made? I, I would go zero and zero. Zero for three. Three. Took three this past year. Missed them all. Um, This past week, and we've talked about it a little bit before, Archie Miller talked about the mistake he made when he came to Indiana, was not valuing shooting enough in the recruiting process. Uh, What do you think? Uh, I think that's horrifying. Uh, (laughs) uh, I think that's probably
0: the thing you should look for first and then do it take develop from there, uh, you know, it's really hard to get someone who's 19, 20 years old to develop a new jump shot yeah. or, or any shot. If they can't shoot beyond 15 feet in high school, very hard to do that in college. The amount of time you have to get a shot off is significantly reduced. If you can't do it in high school, it's going to be really hard to teach someone how to do it. And I think coaches get in their heads that, oh, this guy's got all the athletic tools. We can teach him how to shoot. No, that's that's not how it works. The guy's got to be able to shoot, and then you can transfer some other skills to him from there. So, yeah, I think
1: that's awful. Hopefully he's figured it out at Rhode Island. And then, going back to Trace Jackson-Davis for a minute, it's high school to college and then college to the NBA. The guys in the NBA aren't playing games. You know, they they defend a little bit. So, uh, trying to develop a three-point shot as you enter the NBA would seem to be a an almost unconquerable challenge. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, it, and then you're moving
0: back, what three feet or two feet? Yeah, yeah so it's I mean, farther. It, yeah, so I, yeah, it's further. Yeah, so I mean, you at least, you have to be able to at least challenge people at 15 to 16 feet. He's not a guy who's a De- DeAndre Jordan, those guys, Clint Capella, guys like that, who are kind of pick and roll rim runners are getting fewer and far between in the NBA. And I yeah. think that's the skill that he brings to the table. And, and it seemed like he have figured that out at the end of the year, that the Xavier Johnson, Trace Jackson Davis pick and roll with Johnson being an attacking point guard and able to just throw it wherever he wants at the rim, and Trace can go get it, I think. But that's not
1: a skill that really translates to the NBA for him. And just a credential you as a basketball guy, you, you played you're an all-state high school player, at cathedral, you went to Loyola, Chicago, play, and so you know something about college basketball to relatively, we're not just guys, that's the <laughs> point, except for me. Um, so, uh, the, Mike Woodson this week talked about Jalen hood Shafino and neither of us has seen him a lot, I watched him play two games in the national uh, tournament, semifinals and finals, And the thing that Mike Woodson likes best, number one, he's 6'5", he's got big shoulders, he's long. So defensively, he kind of fills the uniform. He is a facilitator first. So you've got Jalen Hood-Scivino as a point guard, 6'5", long, facilitator first. Xavier Johnson entering his fifth year of college basketball, 6'1", a guy who's kind of a create for himself, first guy, not a bad defender. Given the fact that we don't know a whole lot about how Jalen Hutschepino's skill set is going to translate into college, would you rather have a six-five guy facilitator or a six-one guy who's going to put the ball in the basket? Uh, I guess
0: that the uh, uh, who, who are the other four guys I have on the floor? That's is, a great question. Is really the question See, that See, this that is I would why ask. he's smart. And with the guys that you have currently at Indiana, you know, if Trace Jackson comes back, you got. Trace Jackson, you've got Race Thompson, you've got Miller Cobb, you've got Jordan Taronimo. You've got Jordan Geronimo. Uh, I, I I like having a guy who's a little bit more aggressive as a point guard, who's a scorer, a little bit more of a scorer mentality. With, with those guys being that you don't. Have Where a else lot are you gonna get right, So You don't have other attacking guys on the floor. I mean, you saw it last year, and you know, hopefully Parker Stewart does better down at uh, Tennessee State or what, Tennessee Martin. Yeah, Tennessee Martin. And, but it, it was pretty clear that he was not going to beat anyone off the dribble, and you've got no one except for Xavier Johnson who can beat guys off the dribble. Hopefully Hood Shifino can do that and be an attacking scoring guard as well
1: with Xavier Johnson so that you have some scoring on the floor. Parker Stewart was not fleet of foot; could not could not get the corner really on anyone. Have you ever heard of a guy he transferred from Pitt to play for his dad at UT Martin. His dad tragically passed away. He comes to Indiana and then transfers back. Have you ever heard of a guy transferring out of a place and then transferring back to a place? I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. No. Uh, it, it, not even Sarasoli. No. He it, didn't run out of school so he had to go back <laughs> to a new one which is kind of surprising. He did not. That was uh, at least at least three. I'm not sure how many. And that Seton was before Hall, Ole Miss, right? And that
0: was before the portal. So he was sitting out years. So, yeah. How
1: about your guy, uh, Jalen? Jalen uh, Coleman Lands, yeah, who you helped out at Cathedral, and he just finished up his college career after seven years. He played everywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't know why you'd leave. To be honest, if you're not, if you're not a guy who's jumping straight. To professional basketball, why, why would you ever leave college if they're going to give you extra years to play? You know, wh- yeah, why would right. you why would you toss right. those away? And if you can play at Kansas, you know, who like why would you choose not to do that? So you know, I, I mean, we can talk about transfer and the NIL stuff. But that can be like a whole hour discussion. But I,
1: why would you leave? So well, you've got uh, Jalen Coleman lands, Jordan Bohannon, and uh, Brad Davison who are going straight from the college game into AARP membership, and they're going to move to Florida. They're going to live in the Villages in Florida together. They're going to be roommates, which is fantastic. What intramural team they're going to have in the Villages. Oh, that'll be yeah, oh, fantastic. It'll <laughs> just be raining. They'll be shooting yeah. from 19 feet 9 inches, too. It'll be great. Against, finally playing against members of their own generation, which is going to be wonderful. All right, so Indiana moving forward, you think Indiana takes a step ahead? They've got more talented guys coming, Malik, uh, Renault, Renaud, uh, Caleb Banks, C.J. Gunn. We don't know what C.J. Gunn's going to be as a college kid. Ranked outside the top 100, but we've seen that that really doesn't make that big a difference. Uh, you think Indiana takes another step forward, or are they still kind of the middle-of-the-road Big Ten team
0: that's going to try to get into the tournament? Well, I, There's a little bit of roster turnover, not a lot in terms of guys who are going to play, but you have two new rotation guys who are going to come in and play. And no transfers, which is great. I love that. I like no transfers. They're going to have to prove that they're more than a
1: nine-win Big Ten team before I'm going to sit and say that they're going to be a top tier. So You have to see it to believe it. You're not going to run into the season like crazy with hope, thinking that Indiana's going to hang a sixth banner this year. Without actually seeing them play, no. I... What I, kind of Indiana I, fan are you? I won't. I, I won't. I won't do it. But I, it's. It's. I mean, year in, year out,
0: these same group of guys have shown that they're a nine-win, but group of guys. Maybe with Shafino, maybe with Renault, you 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 get a a step up. But you know, it, right. The teams in the Big Ten, there are it, It's not as though they're getting worse, when while well, you're getting better. So. Uh, You're you're still going to have to compete with Purdue. You're still going to have to compete with Michigan State. Iowa, for whatever reason, always seems, regardless of who they lose, Garza leaves. They're still (laughs) high-powered offensively.
1: Always angry Fran McCaffrey. Furious Fran. Fran Fran the Furious. He is, uh, somehow he's got the magic mojo. He gets guys to play well because he only recruits his kids. Like, you're going to have two McCaffreys playing this coming year, right? Two of them starting. And you got the other guy. Who's the guy? Um, I'm spacing his name. The guy who's coming out in the draft. Oh, Keegan Murray. Yeah, his brother brother is supposed to step up this year, so we'll see. Thank you for the donation, by the way. Thanks. Appreciate that. Again, thank you, Bob. Of course. It's always really fun. Um, You should move back here. (laughs) <laughs> Abandon your family and move back here so we can do this every day. That'd be fantastic. Um, uh, you know, one thing—just the Pacers keep popping into my head. And as we talk about Trace Jackson Davis, he's six nine. You got Miles Turner, who's six eleven. Miles Turner can shoot, and I would like to see the Pacers trade Miles Turner. And he is a far superior professional player than what Trace Jackson Davis could ever be, right? So I don't like yet yeah, for thirteenth, fourteenth guy on the bench, or you'll wind up playing in the G League, and you got to take a pay cut because of NIL at Indiana.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It to be honest, I I just don't see where it makes a whole lot of sense for him to to, to make a leap like that again. Like I've said, I mean now I, I like you said, you make more money. Than in the G League with the NIL deals, yeah. and Indiana, I think is going to do and has been doing, a, they're going to do a really good job. Early adapters, yeah, I think they're going to do a really good job with that. And uh, yeah, I don't know why you would you would take the pay cut to go for a professional grind when you can enjoy yourself down in Bloomington for another year. And it worked for me,
1: and I wasn't making a dime. Collect, I was down there for six years, collect degrees, just hoard degrees. So <laughs> I don't know how many Jalen has. He's got to have at least four.
0: (laughs) Hey, his office is going to look
1: nice. You know what? I could always tell when he was on the floor, no matter who he was playing for, because he's got that tiny head. You know, like some guys have Zaza Pachulia had the big giant noggin that you could see him from anywhere. You could see him from space. And then Jalen, you're like, hey, Jalen's playing for Kansas now, or Jalen's playing for Iowa State or, you know, wherever he was. Because he had kind of broad shoulders for a skinny guy, but uh, the little noodle. Six and seven-eighths, I bet. Six and seven-eighths. We talk about hat size here. All right, Colts call in uh, starting at noon. Join us. If we get to 100 live viewers, it is uh, $50 for somebody. And uh, if not, we just have a great time talking about Colts, and it's going to be wonderful. Download the call-in app, and I'll put the link at the bottom of this description. How about that? We'll talk to you in just a few minutes on call-in. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.